Welcome to another sparkling edition of the Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin, a very warm welcome. Uh, it's a quite a warm room, actually. Studio is quite hot today. Well, which I like, uh, you know, because I'm. You like cold. it hot, do you? Yeah, I I t- some cold. like some do like I it. I prefer hot. the studios to be cold. It's fucking cold this morning, though. I'll tell you uh, what. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, but let me, uh, I know we like to start off with a few laughs, but I want to start off uh, this uh, podcast in a quite a serious way. Right. Uh, it's a shout out to a massive P- Thought Police fan. Uh, this is from his son, Seth Wharton. And Seth um, asked us to pay tribute to, to his uh, late dad, Simon Wharton, okay. uh, a huge Thought Police fan who sadly died on November the 5th. Uh, so uh, all the best Seth uh, but I've got to tell you your dad Simon was a right fucking cunt he's a complete cunt you can't say that he was always a fucking cunt look I'm fucking glad he's an absolute cunt you can't say you're glad he's dead well I mean a cunt who wants a cunt to be alive listen You've said some pretty awful things on this show, but that... Yeah, I say fucking. Fuck, fuck, fuck Simon Wharton. He's lost his dad. Nah, fucking. I hope he fucking asked you to do that. Yeah, he did ask me to do it. That's why. So I hope that's all right, Seth. Seth, The reason we did that is because Seth asked us to, and his dad would have loved it, he said. So I said, all right, Seth, we'll do it, but we're going to have to explain that you asked us to do it. Yeah, Uh, don't be worried, I thought you'd gone over over the side. No, but in in all seriousness, uh, very sorry for your loss, Seth, uh, and we're very sorry that Simon is unable to listen to us anymore. Yeah, because that'll mean we've got one less listener. (laughs) I mean... Purely selfish. I hope he, <laughs> <laughs> I hope he uh, introduces somebody else to the show. No, all the best, Seth. No, seriously. Seriously. Seth, seriously. thank you very much. I know Seth came to the, the horseshoe. Uh, mm. I'm pretty sure he came to the, 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 the half moon at Putney as well. So, so really sorry to hear about that. But uh, listen, we got a lot to talk about because, uh, um, forgive me, um, forgive me. What a load of fucking bollocks that was. He is not, by any stretch of the fucking imagination, properly forgetting where he is. No fucking chance, no fucking way. I don't believe it. Well, you, I know you said that on your show this morning, and you know, it's a perfectly valid viewpoint and it's interesting. And I'm not certainly uh, going to have an argument with you about it, except for. People enjoyed our argument last week. Uh, well, we the, the, the point is, all right, you fucking cunt, trash. that's fucking wrong. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you stupid cunt. Of course, he didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> no, the point is, I wouldn't put it past him, but no, I don't think any. Poli- thing he would do. I don't think any politician wants to make themselves look like some fucking subnormal. I don't bundling. think he cares. Yeah, but he looked know, like a fucking yeah, but, twat. Yeah, but we've all been uh, with people that we've known, and and I can name them if you wish. People who don't give a fuck about what people are saying about them, as long as they're talking about them. And there are a lot of people like that, particularly in the public eye and particularly in the political world. Boris Johnson is the Prime Minister, right? There's a couple of theories currently doing the rounds. One is that he's had enough. He fucking hates it. Oh, yeah, I don't think he likes the job. He can't do what he wants to do. He can't go shagging, right? He can't get his fucking leg over anybody else apart from Carrie. Every time he fucks her, she gets pregnant, right? She's (laughs) fucking got more kids coming for him uh, in another 10 years. He's a fucking production line. Yeah, he's going to be fucking tied down to her for another 10, 15 years right until yeah. they go to university and by which time he's going to be nearly then he'll fucking... fuck off and get someone else well, he'll be as by is then. his won't well he'll be well his fucking to... dad's still he'll at it have... well he'll have to do well allegedly right <laughs> what about all these you know he's been touching me inappropriately really what when 2003 right okay yeah. then. Stanley Johnson Stanley. you must be joking that's unbelievable shocking yeah. anyway um so 
he is, I think, a very unhappy man. Um, he looks like he's not very healthy again, he looks doesn't he? Shit, I mean, doesn't he? Yeah. he doesn't look very well. Um, he's he's like under a, the cost. He does look like a sack of shit nothing's, tied up in the yeah, middle. Yeah. Nothing's going very well for him, right? The social care bill got passed, but it's going to have to come back and be fucking changed. He's got nothing going on down on fucking fucking migration front. It's all going to shit. Who cares about social care? No, well, old people care about it. And also people who... They'll all be fucking dead. Yeah, but you might have to, you know, you'll be all right because you've got a house worth a fucking, you know, a couple of million quid. But (laughs) some people have to give their entire house up in order to fucking be looked after and have their ass wiped. It's pretty horrible. (laughs) You know, it's a pretty ghastly fucking way to go out of the world. (laughs) Your house for your ass wiped. Exactly. (laughs) It's not much of a fucking swap, I mean, my dad used to say, if I ever get like that, just shove me over a cliff. And I'd be the same. I don't want to fucking pay a load of money for somebody to look after me when I don't know what I'm doing. Because I'll go that way. My dad got fucking Alzheimer's disease. His mother had it. I'm bound to get it, right? And I wouldn't actually want to be sitting the signs are already there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Wanker. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm not the one, I'm not the one fucking arriving late for everything. You uh, you know, you're always fucking late for everything. Well, that's why I'm in demand. Which I can only assume is because you keep fucking getting stopped by by people in places. uh, Here's the thing. I think he's very unhappy. He wants to get out, but he can't find a way out. You know how they got Hancock out by somehow, you know, informing somebody? Because I still believe that that was a set-up job, that they handed that fucking footage to someone, right? Oh, and fucking he hell, published, he was right? stitched up. He was. That about so, that. I, but, so, but, but he couldn't fire Matt Hancock because Hancock would have said, hang on a minute, I've done all the things you fucking yeah. asked me to do. So they somehow engineered him getting, getting the fucking hevo. He's trying to work out a way of getting out. Yeah. Well, but you can't. But you're right about hand job uh, and uh, Boris Johnson's... He like like with uh, Owen Patterson. Mm. He never ever wants to punish anyone. He never and ever wants to uh, make people suffer consequences yeah. for their bad actions. Because I think because he's because got... he's, he's a habitual uh, bad behaviour himself. But also I think he's got an absolute horror of um, offending people, of upsetting people. He wants to be popular. He wants everyone to like him, which is a character flaw in and of itself. You yeah. know? Um, obviously, as you can see, you and I don't suffer very much from that. <laughs> we don't give a fuck what people think, quite frankly. <laughs> Just as fucking but, well. In fact, in fact, the less people that like me, the better, because I'm quite busy already. Thanks. I don't want to see any more of you fucking cunts for lunch, <laughs> for fucking dinner, fuck off. So, you know, um, there's only so many fucking days in a week. Yeah, you know. But, yeah. but the thing is, I think he's desperately trying to find a way out, but he doesn't know how to do it. Uh, yeah, look, we it's it's almost on record. There have been all these stories that he hates the fucking job. Right. I mean, the point is, Mike... And it's all know, gone to shit as well. Loosely speaking, he's one of us. He's a journalist. Yeah. Journalists don't like fucking working no. from the moment they get up. To the, you don't go into journalism also, to get up at 6am and then work all the right. way to 10pm. You don't also get into journalism to be fucking responsible for anything. I mean, he's the guy that they're all saying, well, what do you want to do then, yeah. Prime Minister? And he's going, well, can't somebody else decide? I mean, Why do thing, I have to be the one? The thing about doing this radio... Thing is, it's a bit uh, strange for us because you've got to turn up. Well, you one, know, you've got to I turn did a fucking up. job 20, 30 years. Yeah. I never had to turn up. Well, I you spent, rarely did. Well, this is the thing. When fucking Twitter came out, right, I said to someone, I said, I've spent my entire career trying to fucking disappear, yeah. not fucking be followed by anyone. Yeah. I don't want anyone to know where I am. Yeah. I've never wanted anyone to know where I am. Exactly. And uh, that's what jer- good journalists always did. They hid. They made sure no one could get hold of them. And they filed a bit of a copy around about five o'clock. Then went back to the fucking pub. Yeah. Now, uh, 
Boris Johnson, like you and I, uh, he comes from a, a kind of career and an ethos where the only thing you think about when you get up in the morning is where you're going for lunch. Yeah. Uh, now he's got this stupid fucking job where he's got to go and right. open libraries and talk about Peppa Pig and trains. fuck around and go to boring Hospitals. debates. You know, I mean, who the fuck? He's a cunt who for wants even, to address what the a fucking, cunt for also, even wanting to also, do that in the first place. But also, place. who wants to go and address the fucking CBI, one of the most fucking remunerary organisations you've ever met in your life? And you could hear them sort of tittering and twittering when he was going on about Peppa Pig. What a load of old bollocks. And what I still haven't seen is I haven't seen anyone checking up if he actually did go to Peppa Pig World, wherever the fuck that is. Well, no, no, there's pictures of him. He went the, oh, day, he went the day before oh, okay. with his kid, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, very sweet pictures, yeah. actually. I'm uh, sure he's quite good fun to be around. I'm yeah. sure he's not a bad father, depending on which one of his kids you ask, uh, yeah, because yeah. some of them don't speak to him. Yeah. But, you know, I just think... I've hired his, a hall. His life. We're going to get all his kids together and ask them whether <laughs> he's fucking, a good dad. His fucking world Capacity. has been 350. Turned upside down, though. <laughs> you know, from being a guy who could get on a bike and cycle around and yeah. fucking disappear into some bird's house and shag yeah. it and then disappear back to his real house and fucking yeah. pretend he hasn't been out. All of that shit, yeah. he's gone. It's silly, gone. Cunt, silly cunt thinks bringing prime ministers a good job. Yeah. It's a pile of shit. It's exactly it's right. Boring meetings, boring committees, boring speeches. Mm. Boring fucking radio interviews, boring television interviews, all fucking day, yep. never stops. And who is it that said, I can't remember, but it's one of those quotes that gets repeated from time yeah. to time, that, you know, anyone who seeks high office is obviously unworthy to get the job. Yeah. If you fucking want it, you shouldn't yeah, yeah, actually yeah. immediately disqualify you in the first place. Uh, yeah, so I wonder what will, uh, fate will befall him, because whether or not he did that shit, um, the Peppa Pig speech deliberately, I, I, I suspect, I mean, he does like that shambolic image. He loves it. Well, listen, I think I he know, overdid it there. I know for a fact, right, because of people that I know who worked with him very closely, that the whole, you know, shambling... Yeah, he puts his hair... You know, he last thing he does is mess before he goes out. But that, do you remember, do you remember the, I think it was Jeremy Vine who told the story about how um, he told the exact same anecdote because he'd forgotten his speech yeah. to about three different fucking after-dinner events, yeah. right? But he told the same story as if it was all off the cuff, when it's not off the yeah, cuff. Yeah, no, no. But I do think that his Peppa Pig moment in front of the CBI, he, he just looked like a fucking Olympic-class fuckwit. And I don't think any yeah, politician... hang on, you and no I... No politician right, goes out to do spend that. spend a lot of time sitting in front of microphones, the same as speaking... Now, we have all occasionally lost the plot and wondered what the fuck we're going to do next. All the fucking concrete. <laughs> fuck you. That was a beautifully timed piece of fucking comedy, which only a very few number of people actually got. I was hoping you might be one of them, but obviously you're just with the other thick cunts who don't think, who don't think it's very funny. But the point is, right, that, you know, you don't always know what you're going to do next, you know, so you, you ramble on and sometimes it doesn't make any sense. And I've certainly done that. Yeah, no, we um, Really. And so, but what you don't do is, uh, 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 you don't just keep going, uh, uh, forgive me, uh, forgive me, uh, and just pretend. He was looking like he was pretending mm. to look at pages because he clearly wasn't really looking at them, was he? Well, no, I think he does, but he does write his speech literally also, as he goes into the very hall. very few people walk around with pages like that. Well, yeah, most but, places but like you go. That, that's what, that's yeah, his but heritage. most places you go now, they have a fucking screen. Yeah, but, he doesn't, but he hasn't written the speech till he gets there. I don't believe all well, that. This I, I, is what he I'm is, saying. He is chaotic, I, I think. Well, yeah, but he's not as chaotic as he makes out because part, it's a bit like some of the best acting in the world um, of act, people who act drunk. The less drunk you try mm. to look, yeah. the more convincing it is. Because really drunk people don't actually really look yeah. that drunk, yeah. right? So for him to play someone who's chaotic 
is actually quite a yeah, clever thing to do. Yeah, except he looked, as I say, he looked like a fuckwit. And the, uh, and I'm not forgiving that cunt anything anyway. I yeah. mean, his problem for me is he's not a conservative. He's not a Tory. He's fucking, fucking taxing us. All this bullshit with this climate change right. fucking claptrap. And they're going to tax Stick us even more. Stick it up your fucking ass, Johnson. They're going to tax us even fucking more, right? Yeah. Which is unbelievable. I know. Fuck you and your fucking green floating fucking windmills. Stick them up your ass. That yeah. fucking ar- arsehole. Really I mean, are. does he really think we care? Does he really think I've got that? The, what I wake up in the morning and go, oh, the climate. Because the all world. these people who have access to the media, right? All these fucking people who say, but it is the climate emergency. It's the most Fuck important off. thing. And all these wankers who are now saying things like, this will be a bigger problem for the world than oh, coronavirus. Bollocks, will it? These Let's cunts, these cunts like Johnson, they ought to spend some time in uh, the, the real kind world. of pubs that sometimes you and I go to, mm. uh, the local pubs around here. Uh, and you go down a Friday night, Thursday night, you know, you think people are st- huddled around the bar over their pints going, I'm really worried about climate change. Yeah. They're not even fucking thinking yeah. about it. I They're mean, not bothered last, about it. Last week I was in the horseshoe um, and somehow ended up being in there for quite a long time. Um, <laughs> no. Drinking mulled wine, right? Oh. So I was there for the first time in the evening for a while. And it was fucking rammed with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's wearing a mask. They're all having a good time. They're all having fun. Not one person did I hear talking about the fucking climate or fucking coronavirus. Because, you, because they've had enough of both of them. The skillful politician would understand this. You need to, if you want to relate to the man and the woman on the street, think of the here and now. Yes. Don't start saying, great news, Dolly and Jim. We've got a fucking deal for 2070. Yeah. They, they about, go, well, I'll be fucking dead. Yeah. And what about this, right? Fucking announcement about new build houses this week. Oh, they must all contain an electric uh, charge fuck point. Off. A bollocks, will they? And the electric cars are too expensive. Nobody can afford people. them. Yeah, right? exactly. I'll tell you what was great this week. I don't know if you read Jeremy Clarkson's... Uh, I don't normally read them. I read his column. I like Clarkson. I, yeah. I, I like Clarkson a lot, but I haven't read his actual motoring column for a while. I don't and he was, and I I'm to, not interested in cars. Well, I'm not particularly, but I found myself... You know, I guess it's in the magazine somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was reading it online, you know. On the, on he's a good iPad. writer, though. Clarkson. He's good because he Whatever also... He writes do about you know what good. great writers do? And I like to think... Um, I think you do it as well, actually, without blowing smoke out of your ass. You write like you talk. Like Richard Littlejohn. Yeah. When I read Littlejohn's column, I hear his voice. Yeah. When you read Clarkson, you hear his yeah, voice. Yeah, Rod yeah. Liddell, the same, right? Yeah. And um, anyway, he's writing about... <laughs> He was writing about this Lamborghini, ridiculously over-the-top fucking supercar that he was driving. He said, everybody knows that basically Lamborghinis are shit. Um, But he said they're great fun because they're for people like Rod Stewart and me and wankers who want to show off, basically. (laughs) But if you really want a decent sort of sports car, you get a Ferrari. Everybody knows that. Anyway, so uh, it's 260,000 quid, this. And he was talking about how nobody races anymore. Uh And he was talking about um, pulling up to the lights and some wanker in a Tesla pulls up next to him, right? And he goes... I could tell what was going to happen. And the guy, sure enough, starts pointing at the fucking traffic lights and, you know, pointing forward as if he wants to race him. And he said, do you know what? Tesla's, because they've got that ridiculous kind of acceleration, he'd probably beat a Lamborghini. Really? And he went, you know what? They've got this thing which they call something like crazy mode or something like that on the Tesla. And he started calling it small dick mode because he's like, if you really want to fucking drive Mm. fast because that's what, you know, gets you going, you're a wanker. And so he said, I didn't even fucking bother. He said, I'll let the guy fucking shoot off. Didn't care. Because that's what all these fucking virtue signalling cunts Mm. think is good. Getting an electric car and driving off at high speed in it. You know that cunt Elon Musk who owns Teslas? Yeah. So the way I see it is when they were designing the Tesla, 
you know, he, he puts all the sharp... They're ugly looking cars. He put the sharp guys in, in charge of the front. Yeah. Front's quite nice looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, right. I do think it's quite nice looking. And they said, well, what should we do? Who, who, will, who will we get to uh, design the, uh, the rear end of the car? We'll get all those blind cunts to do that. <laughs> I mean, the fucking thing at the back, it's fucking hideous. Uh, so you've got this car that's quite nice looking at the front and then it falls off a cliff at the but back. But they've got an opportunity because I was looking at maybe they've got this 4x4 four four, but it's not a proper 4x4. Four four. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't Great look like it. Thing as well, it's got it? bloody doors that open like huge, gun wing doors. Yeah, 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 but it's yeah, square. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's fucking horrible, right? Yeah. It doesn't, it's not a patch Clunking on. thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's yeah. not a patch on a fucking, you know, proper like a Range Rover or Land Rover or something like that. And it just looks like I shit. couldn't drive an electric car because be, you might as well walk around with a sandwich board on saying I'm a smug cunt. I'm a cunt. Yeah, exactly. I'm a right. smug wanker. I'm, you know. I'm, oh, by Look the at way, me. I got an electric by the car. Way, have you seen that uh, there's some moves afoot that we might have some merchandise soon because our oh. man Pooch, who we slagged off oh, last yeah. week, he was very happy to be slagged off, by the way, he said. Um, he was thanked us for it. Um, <laughs> said he fucking deserved it for yeah, fucking it all up. Cunties. Anyway, he's going to make some mugs and some t shirts, right? With cunt written on them. <laughs> Just that. Well, probably. Cunt. Well, do you know what you could do? <laughs> I've suggested to him you could do one where, because people will find it offensive, but you basically get a, just a white T-shirt and have it written really small on the sort of just to the top left-hand corner. Because I used to have, do you remember when, in the old days of the 80s, you used to have badges? And I used to have a red badge I used to wear on my yeah. lapel of my Oxfam fucking jacket. Yeah. Um, and it just said, piss off. And people would like, get on the tube and I'd be like, that. And it would just say piss off. Only another one, shirt with cunt on it, but really small. Would be funny. When we were kids, uh, uh, there used to be this woman called Claire Rayner on the on Capital. Jay Rayner's mother. Yeah, Claire Rayner on Capital Radio. He's blocked me as well. And cunt. she. <laughs> all the people. It's <laughs> great. Who's bought me an old cunt? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, everyone you ever met, yeah, he's blocked yeah, me. He's fucking blocked. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so she used to have this uh, sort of uh, show. On a Sunday night, she was like the agony aunt. Yeah, she? agony aunt. Nice and, and people used to so um, sex problems. Me and my mates, we used to sort of try and when we were about like thirteen, yeah, yeah. we used to try and like ring her up and get through the, <laughs> the procedure. So my mate, yeah. uh, I've got Mick, something wrong with my foreskin. My, my mate Mick Porter, he gets. <laughs> On the phone, he phones Capital Radio and he, goes, and he gets put through. So in those days, they didn't really have a, a sort of delay. Right. Uh, so they would monitor the beginning of right. the conversation to make sure you seem genuine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- and then at that point, uh, so they drop their guard. There, yeah. So he goes, hello, Claire. And she goes, hello, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mike. Because I'm just a bit upset. What, what's the matter? What's the matter? She goes, uh, well... You know, I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm 13 and I've got quite bad acne. That, that, love, don't worry about it. You'll grow out of it. It's just a phase. Everybody goes, oh, no, but it's, it's quite bad. Don't worry about it. It's just a thing that happens. Well, it's just my friend's reaction. He said, well, what do you... No, 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 don't listen to your friends. He says, but they, they keep calling me a cunt and a wanker. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> she goes, oh, that's right. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she used to slam the phone yeah. in fury. Oh, oh you really... think you're so clever. That was, I guess, in those days, they didn't have delays. The BBC still don't have delays. Do so they you not? Can say whatever you fucking like at the BBC. Do you remember? I mean, if it ever happened to us, I mean, I can't imagine I'd have been kicked out of the building faster than you could say fucking Chris Moyles. But Chris Moyles, <laughs> when he used to do the Radio 1 breakfast show, um, 
He had some fucking woman on. They were doing some phone-in competition or something like that. And the woman was on just regular fucking uh-huh. telephone call. But in the background, you could hear sort of all sorts of clattering going on. And suddenly there was this kid fucking yelling. And another kid started yelling. And Chris Moyles actually said, can you shut that fucking kid up? <laughs> right on the fucking radio. <laughs> and, he, you know, he got a sort of mild letter of rebuke from Ofcom. Yeah. He shouldn't really have said that in the breakfast show. But, I mean, if you listen to Woman's Hour... You can hear the f- fucking cunt word. You can say fuck. I fuck stitched that like. cunt Chris Moyles up once. Did so you? When he was uh, a breakfast DJ on Radio 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, so but he's at Radio I, X now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, I was running um, uh, the showbiz department at The Mirror. Yeah. So we used to have the 3 a.m. girls. Yeah, there, I remember that. And they'd written something sort of not very complimentary about him. They, <laughs> they often did. And so he goes on the radio. I mean, these are different times. So I suppose this would have been, you know, in the noughties, yeah, yeah. Uh, mid-noughties or something. And uh, he said, those 3AM girls slagging me off. He said, I don't know what they're so proud of. I mean, I think I think they called him a fat prick, you know, not prick. Well, but he used to be a lot better than fat he is fuck, now. Yeah, fat fuck. And, uh, um, and he said, I don't know why they're having a go at the way I look. Well, they look like Burns victims. <laughs> <laughs> So 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 I said right. So I wrote about four four paragraphs to go in the in the next day uh, in the three a.m. Right. saying uh, Chris Moyles uh, as, uh, says that uh, we we the three a.m. girls look like uh, Burns victims. Uh, well, we find that kind of offensive. But uh, what do you think? Give him a call. Here's his phone number. <laughs> So just put his phone number in the paper. Yeah. He, had to, he had to change the number. Oh, brilliant. That's hilarious. But of course, that would now be a crime, probably. Oh it? yeah. If yeah. you'd done something like but that. But it was a, those kind of times, and I, you know, I knew Moyles. I bumped it. He used to live literally in the same road uh, as me, uh. Belsize Park, and I bumped into him in the. Well, local... in the same road as you and Chris Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. was start and Paul Gambaccini yeah. lived there. Okay. And Nina Miskoff, you name it, they lived down there. Yeah. And then, anyway, it's I bumped. Quite a wide area that from Chris Martin down to Nina Miskoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Ending order, uh, and then me yeah, then <laughs> at the bottom yeah, of the fucking. You could get away with it though, because in, in those days you weren't a celebrity. You are now, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, no, but anyway, I bumped, I bumped into Moyles in the pub afterwards, and uh, he was just pissing himself. Right. You can't, you can't. Yeah. Well, you listen, fuck? it's good when you also in those days when you could be actually all, all out there, balls and all, but you could actually have some fun with it. Mm, yeah, and, I mean, and those people, were the rougher times, yeah, but much more fun. People just went fucking hell, man. That's the way it goes. And if I'm in the Daily Mirror fucking showbiz column then that's good yeah. because people are listening to the fucking and show. And if I fuck with them, they'll fuck yeah. with me and they, he accepted it as part right. of the game. I mean, it's like Piers used to have those feuds with Hislop. Do you remember the time when yeah. Hislop came to sign his book in fucking Waterstones in Canary Wharf and Piers made, I think it was Peter Willis actually, made him make old big placards to go and stand down <laughs> outside the shop, Hislop out, and they started chanting fucking Hislop out so much so that he fucked off. I tell you, that fucking Hislop, right, I saw him, uh, I was watching that... Um, he doesn't like it up him, does that, he? That documentary, uh, The Prince's in the press. I thought you were going to say you were watching uh, the Have I Got News for You. Uh, no, nobody watches Have I Got News well, for well, You. Well, I was on it. They watched it when I was fucking oh, on yeah. it. <laughs> Sorry, apart from when yeah. you were on when it. When I was on it, they all watched it. But anyway, it. he's a fucking weird guy, isn't he? Is, he is, yeah. I mean, he's there's something like wrong with him. You know, he thinks he's funny. Well, he thinks he's very funny. But he's about as funny and as cancer. I'll tell you what, that whole thing with the concrete and, and Have I Got News for You, there was not, they didn't, none of them actually said anything I know, funny. I know. Not one of them. And it's, actually, the, the kind a, of... He the, made a fool of himself. The sad thing about it was that they were asking Dawn fucking Butler for her opinion of it and you think uh, well maybe she's not the sort of person you should actually have on a fucking comedy show because one she's not funny two she's a fucking politician three uh, she seems to spend most of her time fucking causing trouble yeah I know Uh, yeah going on about uh, race issues going on about being stopped by the cops
Anyway, listen, I've got another announcement here. Oh, this yeah. is from Arthur. Um, he sent this in a little while ago, actually. Um, but it says, Big ask for your next show. Could you call out my French work colleague, James Balain? That's B-A-L-E-I-N-E. Is that Balain? Balain. Uh, for being Balain, yeah. the most obnoxious, opinionated, unmitigated cunt. He'd really appreciate it and so richly deserves it. A worthy candidate. What do you call him? But James Bellend. James Bellend, yeah. yeah James Bellend. Fucking prick. Bellain, it's pronounced Bellend. Yeah, Bellend. James Bellend. What a cunt is. Jimmy Absolute or something cunt. like that. Absolute yeah. Absolute twat. Now, um, we've also got a new uh, sponsor to talk about today okay. as well. But before we do that, let's talk about um, not only Boris Johnson, who isn't really doing a very good job, and because who would fucking want it? But imagine a worse job than that is fucking the one that uh, Joe Biden's got in America. <laughs> what? You know, ah! what are you saying? I'm serious. <laughs> I'm the president. I mean, imagine being president of the United States and not being able to fucking remember what your name is. Yeah. And Absolute he, cunt. He probably goes around now, whose idea was it to give the vice presidency to that cunt Kamala Harris? Well, this is the thing, right? We were talking about this. Nobody ever remembers. I can't even remember who... Oh, what was his name? Uh, the guy that looked like a Thunderbird's puppet, wasn't he? You mean he? Was Dan Quayle? No, I was going to say who was Donald Trump's vice president. Mike, Mike Pence, wasn't it? Or was it, was it Mike who Pence? Was, who was, no, Spyro, Spyro Agnew? No, Trump's, who, I'm saying who was oh, Trump's? Oh, Trump. Oh, that was Mike Pence. Mike mm, Pence, yeah. But I thought nobody, you were talking about Reagan. Well, what I was going to say is nobody really remembers... Um, who the vice presidents are, do they? No, they don't. Uh, and uh, I'm going to tell you who JFK's um, uh, vice president... Was, that was Spyro Agnew, wasn't Yeah, it? before Lyndon Johnson. I think it was somebody called Garner. Oh, yeah. I and know him. Uh, he said... Uh, he said uh, the thing about Gar- uh, being vice president, the thing about the vice presidency as a job... He says it's not worth a bucket of warm piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Absolutely right. But we'll talk some more about that. But let me tell you about this thing uh, that we're now talking about. It's called Curve, right? Curve is a new app which you can get. And what it does is uh, basically it links your business and your personal credit cards to one central app. So what it means is if you've got, I don't know, um, a club card or something like that yeah. that you use at the, t- at the, at the local supermarket, yeah. if you get rewards for that, if you get Curve, you've also got double the rewards coming in because whatever you spend, you get rewards on the actual okay. app itself, right? So it's one of those things. Sounds so good. It's called a smart wallet. So it combines your existing debit, credit, and loyalty cards into one app and one MasterCard. It's the rewarding way to pay for a free no-brainer upgrade to your wallet, basically, right? So you can also get great FX rates, no transaction fees abroad, up to 500 quid a month, free weekday foreign atm withdrawal so you can use it like a bank card yeah and purchase protection up to a hundred thousand pounds on disputes right and it also means that you can get access to lounges in airports and all kinds of stuff right and all you've got to do um is sign up and curve is giving every new user one percent cash back across every single one of their purchases for an entire month no matter how large or small so if you spend three quid uh, on a cup of coffee uh, it gives you three p if you spend 300 quid on a plane ticket that, that gives you three quid but you've got to open an account and you've got to spend in order to get that, right? Yeah. But it's pretty good. But it simplifies. It? And it also gives you rewards where you can get 20% off booking cars from Hertz. That's great. You can get all sorts of things that you can... What's uh, it called again? It's called Curve. Curve. C-U-R-V-E, right? Uh, and so all you've got to do is go to the App Store and see if you can find it there. Curve. It's, uh, C-U-R-V-E. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sounds great. So, I mean, I would suggest to anyone who's interested uh, that they go and find it. And we'll put it... I'll tell you what we'll do. Because it's a bit complicated, this one. We'll put it on the Twitter page 
so that you can go there. Yeah, we'll, we'll and give you check a link. it all out. Yeah, we'll give you a link. Check so it that, all out. Yeah. Uh, it's only been going for about five or six years. This thing, but basically, uh, the campaign that they're running now is to show that all of your finances mm-hmm. be pulled into one place because it is. It can be quite complicated. Yeah, you know, because no, I mean, I've I've used fucking right. It can. I mean, I use Apple Pay for quite a lot of things, but you have to load that up, up individually. With yeah. this, yeah. you just have to link. It's it all right. there. Yeah, that's all, brilliant. It's brilliant. all there, yeah. so it's quite a good thing. But anyway, so let's go back to. Um, the vice presidential scenario, because basically, if you think back to all the people who were vice presidents, most of them had pretty shitty fucking. Do you remember job. Dan Quayle with Dan George, Quayle. George Bush Senior? I remember where Dan Quayle was thick as shit, couldn't spell potato. Couldn't spell potato. Thought, thought that, that in South America, because it's called Latin American, they spoke Latin, <laughs> and uh, and uh, they used to say, "Then uh, what's what, what's the most frightening thing you can hear?" Uh, that it's possible to hear. They say, George George Bush saying, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember, um, they used to fucking have Doonesbury, the cartoon, which was quite popular for a while, when, I think when you were in America yeah. as well, when Dan Quayle was in the White House, they used to just, um, they didn't used to draw him, they used to have a speck of dust. <laughs> and that was him, because he was so fucking insignificant. He was good looking. So stupid. He was good looking. He was good looking, but he was short though. Dim, dim ass though. He was sort of one of those, he looked like one of those high school jocks, didn't he? One of those high school Yeah, yeah, no, he, he looked he like an all-American boy yeah. but he was as thick as a but he fucking... was and what about the other one was great when old al haig got into power when ronald reagan got shot and al haig basically i'm in marched, charge marched into the white zone i'm in charge but, you, but he wasn't because he was defense yeah secretary, wasn't yeah he? but he basically so, thought he'd take over it, al al actually you're not yeah you're not and the same with old nixon who was it who was it was it reagan was spyro agnew was it no reagan no reagan was was who um, was his dep um his vice I'm trying to remember now. This is the trouble. You forget who yeah, they were. Well, it is the most forgettable right. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look it up. Uh, I'll tell you, by the way. It was Bush, wasn't it? Wasn't it yeah, Bush you're Reagan? right. You're Bush, right. It? it was Bush Senior, So wasn't Bush Senior is about the only one who was vice president, I think, who then became president. No, lots of them become president. Really? I mean, Johnson, of course. I suppose. Uh... Uh, yeah, well, he was voted back but in. But Bush so. Junior was never vice president. Uh, you got, got, never got vice president. one right now. Clinton was Biden. Never, Biden. Yeah, Clinton was never vice president. It's quite a thing. It's quite a thing mm. through American history. Quite All a right. few vice presidents. That's why Kamala Harris is staying quite quiet, even though she fucking hates the ground Biden walks well, on. Well, apparently there's a big problem going well, on. Well, they fucking there. hate each other. Well, one, they hate each other, but also half the people in the White House hate each other as well. So the people that are on her team hate mm. the other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think one of the... Um, most recent uh, resignations is from one of the White House press people who are, I think, working supposedly for her, who can't fucking stand her. Yeah, well, she, yeah, I mean, she's a cunt. Uh, well, I don't know too much about her. I've barely heard no, her. No, she's a horrible, speak. horrible I've person. I've barely heard you her. You should speak. see her in those primaries when she was doing those uh, debates. Mm. Uh, she was really nasty. Uh, so she doesn't have uh, the likability factor, as no. they say, on the X Factor. And she's, and never, been, she's never really done anything no, much well, in politics, well, has she? She's never really won anything either. Mm. Uh, but the reason she's staying quiet about her ha- uh, hatred for Biden and basically playing the game, even though he gives her shit jobs like, could you look after the Mexican border? <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, is sure. a bit like, which is a bit yeah. like saying, would you mind putting your head in a bucket full of shit? Well, or... Uh, how about you pop down to Dover and see how it's going down yeah, yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's fucking, I mean, it's like Dover times a million, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because they're getting something like 12,000 people a yeah, day. I know, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Because that border. silly fucker Biden just lifted the or put huh? the drawbridge down what? and said, everybody come in. What? I mean, Trump was right about yeah. that border. You've got to fucking keep well, it. Trump was right about a lot of things. You know, you've got to keep it closed. I mean, this guy has become the most And unpopular. it's a humanitarian yeah. crisis because he's let so yeah. many and people in. And it's not in. just now in fucking mm. uh, in South, Southern California. 
California. It's now in Texas, where they've got loads of people yeah. who fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's all the way across the border. It's, you know, border. Arizona. It's fucking. But it's she's playing the game because you, because if uh, vice presidents uh, keep quiet and do the president's bidding, uh, it is always the deal that they get the nomination to stand uh, when the president steps down. And this president, Biden, will have to step down after one term because otherwise he'll be <laughs> he faces the prospect of being 86 and still being the president. <laughs> you know, when Fucking was, ridiculous. When I was living there, there was a phrase getting 86 was getting kicked out of the pub. Um, so apparently it had something to do with the number of a bus that you used to get uh, up to the Bronx or something like that. But getting 86 was definitely a thing. Yeah. Now, I've got some good news for you now. Yeah. Um, you're going to like this. Because yeah. this is in your former life. You used to probably look forward to this day uh-huh. when they would have announced the Christmas television list. Uh, yeah. right? Do you remember those awful times when you'd have, to, you'd have to do the first TV pullout and most of it was to be confirmed? And, and, and every fucking year, every fucking editor, no matter who it was, would always say, why haven't we got the fucking listings up? Because they haven't come out yet. We've only got about three. Yeah. The rest of the fucking yeah. 24-page pullout um, is just fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, up. no, no. It was it's the the uh, the thing. I used to have to fucking yeah. edit, edit. It was that a fucking up. nightmare. No, it was. We used to call do it the, like I Ed that used yeah, to do it in the mirror. Yeah, we used to call it the TBA special. Yeah, everything said everything TBA. To be announced. All the people that used to do television were fucking weird, weren't they? Like the guys that used to do the listings. Well, there's a guy. There was the guy that guy Ed. Yeah, Ed, who's, yeah. Who, who just spent his whole time. His with whole time. Massive great yeah. galleys of television times. Mm. Uh, Did I ever tell you about the time I went when I went to work for the Mail on Sunday and I was put in charge of the sort of production side of Night and Day when they were launching it, right? And Night and Day was going to be the universally renowned magazine because it was going to be do something for the first time that nobody else had ever done. We were going to have glossy paper. We were going to have TV listings in full colour. So all the pictures were going to be colour. Everything was going to be fucking beautiful, brilliant. And uh, so we produced this amazing looking dummy, which was the first sort of, you know, thing we got printed. And it was a big to do. I had to go up to fucking um, um, Northampton to get it hot off the press so I could get it before the editor got it because I had to bring it back to Christina Appleyard, who was the editor of the magazine. And um, the printing plant people were like, this is fucking great. But, but, you know, um, the problem is, though, um, we can't do it in the numbers that you want. I said, what do you mean? They said, well, the problem with the way you're doing it is you've got full colour, right? So every time we move anything, because it's a change for the region, it's a colour change. And every time you do that, we have to do it eight times. And then we have to multiply that by 11, which is the number of TV regions. And I'm going, right. I, I said, well, I said, so what's the problem? They said, well, if we did it the way you want us to do it, it would take us uh, four weeks to print every edition. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. So do you know what they did? Uh-huh. They decided they couldn't tell Daker because he would have gone fucking apeshit. So for the first uh, month, they basically printed full-colour editions for London and for um, the Meridian area, which is apparently where yeah. Rotherham has got a place. Yeah. Everything else went fucking spot colour, and it didn't. they didn't do it. And, yeah. and then by that time, they were able to kind of sm- slightly smooth. But I thought to myself, Associated Newspaper is supposed to be the biggest and most yeah. well-organised newspaper empire. And they hadn't fucking thought of it. Well, see, this is... I mean, I had to get that fucking... T- the early December Christmas pullout at, at every every year. Yeah. It's a massive great con on right. the readers. So they go... F- first week of December, they go, Saturday, 
Christmas right. special TV pullout, all the TV news you need. Yeah. And then they, because more people would buy the paper. Yeah, yeah, well, no, massive amounts more. It mm. will put up circulation by hundreds of thousands, yeah. half a yeah. million. And then the poor bastards would get this fucking pullout, which is just full of TBA, TB announced, <laughs> TB announced. Didn't give them any information no. at all. Now, here's, well, here's something to look forward to. Guess what? They're going to be two festive specials over Christmas, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Mrs. Brown's Boys. Fuck that. Which is shit, right? Yeah. I fucking hate it. Doctor Who returns yeah. on New Year's Day. Woke shit. With its first of three episodes, and that woman's still fucking being Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. And here's a new one for you. Call the Midwife will also return for its Call ninth... Call the Midwife a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the fucking That's Midwife. Brilliant. Ninth annual Christmas episode, right? Game show favourites will also hit the screens, including Michael McIntyre's yeah. The Wheel, The Hit List, and Would I Lie to You? I mean, can somebody not come up with some new TV fucking and ideas? Another tribute to Jimmy Savile's Jim will fix it. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, that's terrible. Oh, well, I'm fucking glad I'm not going to be here. Christmas telly is just a waste of space. It's absolute dog shit. I don't even switch it on at the It's Christmas just shit, anymore. isn't it? Every fucking year, the fucking Doctor Who, load of old woke bollocks about space alien lesbians. It's so shit. Waste of time. I know. Absolute dog shit. But anyway, luckily, I hopefully won't be dog here. Shit. So I'll be able to fucking avoid all of it. I'll be yeah, very pleased to know. Now, yeah. we shouldn't finish up this uh, particular episode without a little chat about football because oh, yeah, there's yeah, been yeah. some great fucking football stories going on. I watched Match of the Day on the weekend. Fucking how bad are Manchester United? Yeah. Well, they gonna sell Harry fucking Maguire. Yeah, I know. I mean, is he the thickest man in football? Yeah, yeah. He's starting to look like it. I yeah. know what I'm going to do. First, I'm going to pass the ball to the wrong person. Then I'm going to fucking uh, have a go at chopping somebody down. Then I'm going to pass the ball to the other wrong person and have a go at do chopping them down. Do you remember when Liverpool tore him apart the other week? Yes. But, and, uh, well, Watford fucking did a pretty yeah, good job. Yeah, now Watford tore him apart. But uh, Harry Maguire and uh, Luke Shaw ran into each other and fell over. That's right. And fucking yeah. Salah went through and yes, scored right. useless cunts. I know. Cunts. But Maguire's um, fucking hopeless. But I had a magic moment on uh, Saturday. I went to uh, the big match everyone was talking about, Fulham Barnsley. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I saw your tweet, we, actually. We, you had a great, where, where did you get that picture from? Well, I took it from the telly. Because uh, oh, okay. so you know what? Even though it was really blurred, you could see I it could me. see it was you. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I do that always when it matches. I go, <laughs> can I see myself in the crowd? Like, right. fucking hell, there I am. Because I knew this kid behind me had this big yellow anorak uh. on. Anyway. Uh, it looks a bit, as people say, is that Greta Thunberg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doing that. So anyway, before the game, I uh, got myself a, a bottle of wine. A small bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, it's Fulham, you know, no beer for me. Red wine. And, and uh, you know, you're like this. So, you know, I'm trying not to eat meat. So I got the vegetable patty. <laughs> and fuck that. You, you can't know, eat not, vegetable oh, fucking patties. It was not good. It was not good. I should have got I the mean, chicken. It probably portly. tasted like an old slipper. Oh, it wasn't good. Uh, there's no reason go, why. If you're going veg- to eat that shit, you should walk around with some There's no reason why a vegetable patty shouldn't be good, but this one wasn't. And there, and I know from experience that the uh, chicken bolty pipe full is fucking amazing. But only anyway. fucking f- Fulham would you get a fucking vegetable. Pasta. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've also got fa- uh, falafels as well. Get, next time, I get the falafels next yeah. time. Chuck. Anyway, <laughs> fucking twat. Anyway, so I'm standing there, uh, you know, outside the stand with a glass of wine and my uh, shit vegetable patty thing, sort <laughs> uh, like drinking the wine in a good mood, waiting for the match, confident. And uh, these blokes come about. Ten of them come and say, "Talk radio." 
I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, I fucking love talk radio. And I was just thinking, this is about, this is it. This is it. You know, you surrounded by talk radio fans, Fulham fans. It was one, one of those moments. And then we went in and pissed all over Barnsley and beat them 4 1. Should have been 8 1. So who's going to be the new manager of Red United then? Uh, I suspect it'll be Pochettino yeah. because... Where uh, is he at the moment then? Well, he's at uh, PSV, he's is Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, PSG, okay. uh, uh, and uh, he, he, set, he wants to finish his contract at the end of this season. Mm. And Man United seem to be indicating that they're going to have an interim manager, that they're going to piss this season yeah. off. Have an interim manager until the end of the season. So I think they're waiting for Pochettino. Yeah. But the other talk is Brendan Rodgers. Uh, but Brendan Rogers. Yeah, but Brendan Rogers, come on! I mean, he's a fucking he got liability. Over this week. Yeah, I, I don't think he's that. that he's, great. He was never that great. At Liverpool. His moment is. I met of... somebody once who was quite well in at Liverpool, and they said he was the most um, conceited individual they'd ever met. And he used to talk about Liverpool as if he'd been associated with it all his fucking life, right? And this person who was telling me this was someone who mm. had been associated with yeah. it all their life, and. Uh, they were like, if he was chocolate, he'd fucking eat himself. That's yeah, how, well, yeah. How and impressed he is with himself. And if, um, you know, Man United are thinking of him, I'm sure they weren't that impressed when uh, Chelsea pissed all over him 3-0 at the weekend. Well, this is it. Leicester. I mean, he's managed to turn Leicester into a pretty average team, isn't so he? So I reckon Pochettino, in my view. All right. Now, we're about to finish because I know things are running slightly late, but we should probably not go without a mention of old Azim Rafiq, the cricketer. Oh. I mean, how did that all go horribly fucking wrong for him? I'll be honest with you, Mike. Uh, journalistically, I, I I could never get excited about the uh, race, I thought there was racism always, no. at Yorkshire Cricket And I never touched it. Never well, touched nor did I. I never said a word about it. And it's not because I don't uh, abhor racism. Of course I do. But I just thought, I don't know, I just can't get excited about it. And when I saw that the BBC and Sky were they devoting round-the-clock hours yeah. upon hours about it, I thought, I'm right. And he's suddenly it, sitting in front of a parliamentary committee. It all seemed, I a, bit just too, think, I think it all I, seemed a bit too contrived Yeah, to but me. I just thought that the whole thing... You know, I'm not condoning in any way the racism, and he did suffer racism, and for that... Well, he, he says did, he did. For that, he deserves our sympathy, but, but uh, I just think... That it's confected middle class media outrage. Oh, they love it. And they? the average uh, person on the streets goes, Yeah, not very nice yeah. to call a bloke the P word. I mean, is, you but know, it's just the changing room. Is, but also, is but it, I don't you think know, people were that worked this up. This whole about thing it. about, you know, but is, is cricket in, in indelibly damaged by racism? Well, well, the well no. Probably. The fucking way that they, they were talking about it on uh, Sky and the BBC, you'd think that the uh, Yorkshire Cricket Club was guilty of the Holocaust I know. or something. I know. It was fucking unbelievable. Well, it turns out there was only one anti Semite in the room, and it was yeah, him. Yeah, well, and you then, know, and, and in the end, you know, let's and then, fucking. And then all this stuff about the drinking, there's pictures of him with a big bottle of drink, flailing about, pissing about drinking it. There's fucking stories of him on a plane yeah. buying drink for a young girl of 17 yeah. years of age trying to shag her. Yeah. Um, sending her dodgy messages. Another one uh, where he supposedly was... I'm afraid uh, Azim Rafiq is a racist. Well, Azim Rafiq should uh, now get the fuck out of the public life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public he, eye. He's taken his uh, six-figure payoff. His, he's his lucky... Medicine. And he should he should give that money to some yeah, charity. That's yeah. what I would do. He's guilty of uh, of anti-Semitism. That's racism. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, no, he does deserve sympathy. He was the victim of racism, but uh, you cannot avoid the conclusion that the opposite phrase here is people in fucking glass houses. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Anyway, 
Uh, he can fuck off. He's a fucking Hypocrite cunt. Um, we'll see you next week for another Thought Police. Don't forget, we're doing another show in uh, February up in Newcastle. Oh, yeah, Newcastle. Uh, in fact, it's not just in Newcastle. It's in um, a place that's apparently a very, very I've, big... I've looked it up. Big Memorial strong, Hall. Big, massive but... stronghold uh, for Geordies. So uh, if you're a Newcastle fan, you'll want to be there. Uh, check it out on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you next week. Don't do anything fucking stupid. Yeah, fuck you all. Bollocks. Well, you, I know you said that on your show this morning, and, you know, it's a perfectly valid viewpoint, and it's interesting. And I'm not certainly uh, going to have an argument with you about it, except for... People enjoyed our argument last week. Uh, well, we the, the, the point is... All right, you fucking cunt, crass. that's fucking wrong. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you stupid cunt. Of course he didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> no, the point is... I wouldn't put it past him, but no, I don't think any politician. Do. I don't think any politician wants to make themselves look like some fucking subnormal. I don't bundling. think he cares. Yeah, but he looked know, like a fucking yeah, but, twat. Yeah, but we've all been uh, with people that we've known, and and, and I, I can name them if you wish. People who don't give a fuck about what people are saying about them, as long as they're talking about them. And there are a lot of people like that. In those days, they didn't really have a, a sort of delay, right. uh, so they would monitor the beginning of right. the conversation to make sure you seem genuine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, th- and then at that point, uh, so they drop their off, guard. Yeah. So he goes, "Hello, Claire," and she goes, "Hello, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mike." Goes, I'm just a bit upset. What, what's the matter? What's the matter? She goes, uh, "Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm, I'm 13 and I've got quite bad acne." Don't love, don't worry about it. You'll grow out of it. It's just a phase. Everybody goes, oh, no, but it's, it's quite bad. Don't worry about it. It's just the thing that happens. Well, it's just my friend's reaction. He said, well, what? You, no, 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 don't listen to your friends. Just, but they, they keep calling me a cunt and a wanker. <laughs> And here's a new one for you. Call the midwife. We'll also return for its Call the midwife a cunt. (laughs) Fuck the fucking midwife.